Good morning, and welcome to your Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. We live in a rapidly changing and confusing world of technology and media reporting that affects every one of us both today and will continue far into the future. So each weekday morning, we tend to look behind the news to give you a brief snapshot of events and trends that matter, where they originated, and where they're likely taking us. 52 years ago, the world came together to designate April 22nd as the annual date for Earth Day to celebrate environmental diversity as well as to support environmental protection. The holiday is celebrated by over 190 countries, mobilizing over a billion people to take action every year, according to the official Earth Day website. It has influenced a global movement that led to environmentally friendly legislation, uh, advocacy, and research that aims to honor our home planet. While nations are working to achieve their sustainability goals, Earth Day is the day to inspire everyone and highlight what they can do to be part of the green movement. Which path will the world take? While some warming is guaranteed, there are still changes that can be made to decrease world carbon emissions and slow the impact of climate change. Earth Day started in 1970 after decades of industrial development that signaled negative consequences, threatening human health and the environment. The first Earth Day is credited with launching the modern environmental movement and is now recognized as the planet's largest civic event. Climate change represents the biggest challenge to the future of humanity and the life support systems that make our world habitable. The holiday began as an effort to organize each uh, or organize teach-ins on university campuses about sustainability amid threats to climate change from human behaviors. There were thousands of protests across the nation in colleges, cities, towns, and communities following the first Earth Day. The campaign went well into 1900 when it reached over 200 million people in 141 countries, paving the way for the 1992 United Nations Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro and boosting the global recycling effort. The first Earth Day led to multiple environmental regulations and legislation, including the National Environmental Education Act, the Occupational Safety and Health Act, and the Clean Air Act. Former President Richard Dixon proposed to establish the U.S. Environmental Protest Agency in the same year. Two years later, in 1972, Congress passed the Clean Water Act. In 1973, Congress passed the End Endangered Species Act. As the first Earth Day was meant to be teach-ins on college campuses, April 22nd was chosen because it fell in between spring break and final exam weeks to attract higher attendance. The date was also Arbor Day, a date observed for people to plant trees. Since the first Earth Day, April 22nd has become a significant date when it comes to important environmental events, including the signing of the Paris Agreement in 2016. In 2021, President Joe Biden hosted a leaders' summit on climate on April 23rd to the 23rd, uh, 22nd to the 23rd. And in early 2000, the campaign brought in more than 5,000 sustainability groups across 184 countries, organizing activists around the world. Tomorrow, an Earth Day episode, NASA Science Live. Broadcasts will feature NASA experts discussing how NASA science and technology are used to understand and improve the environment. 
It will explore discoveries about the planet, advances in green technology and aircraft, and introduced an interactive app for viewers to assist Na uh, NASA in the mapping of coral reefs worldwide. It will air at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on NASA Television, YouTube Premium, Facebook's Watch Party, and Periscope Twitter. Today, the COVID-19 pandemic is all anyone can talk about, but concern is shifting to the bailed plastic waste that sits in U.S. storage spaces. The U.S. has scrambled for the past two years to deal with the millions of tons of plastic waste it used to send to China, until China cut off the recycling industry in January of 2018. In a post-pandemic world, we're going to have lots of trash for a while because people are likely not going to feel comfortable using things that they have used before. So, if we're going to continue to use plastics, we need to have a serious conversation about how do we actually recycle them. With the unprecedented scale um, of the uh, COVID-19, Pandemic speculation about the future is just that, speculation. But what most sources agreed on is that the world will emerge changed. In an immediate sense, it will take time for people to adjust back to a fairly normal routine. And in many habits from the quarantine, will likely carry over. Nature is kind of performing its own recycling program, but in a rush to recover economically, the world will default right back to destructive operations. Such a critical juncture in modern history provides a compelling opportunity for reform. Stephen Davis is the Distinguished Professor of Biology at Seaver College at uh, Pepperdine University. Pepperdine students are bright, they're energetic, they're enthusiastic, they have a passion for helping people, for assisting others. You need to be focusing on solutions and learning from this current event to address those. Climate change is only going to make things worse, he said. We should maybe take some opportunities to say, I like hearing birdsong, seeing dolphins, seeing deer running around in weird places. Maybe we should ask some better questions like, do we think that's important? Or do we really want to just go back to a place where we're breathing bad air and we never see creatures again? How do we think about what we want our society to look like after this. Less traffic on land, air, and sea has undeniably decreased carbon emissions. But with the increased use of disposable goods, has the world traded one problem for another? For years, the U.S. shipped about 7 million tons per year of plastic waste to China to recycle. But four years ago, as I mentioned, the Chinese government banned almost all waste imports amid concerns about land and water pollution. Now the United States struggles to keep up with American plastic usage, which is only expected to increase during the pandemic. Climate impacts may aspects, uh, uh, many aspects of society. We used to rely on historical climate trends to inform our decision-making. Scientists now agree that the Earth's climate is changing. A changing climate comes with both opportunities and risks. The opportunities include increases in the length of the growing season in Canada due to warmer projected temperatures, leading to greater agricultural production. Reductions in household energy bills during the winter months due to projected warmer temperatures. But risks include an increase in flooding of low-lying coastal areas from rising sea levels. 
changes in traditional indigenous and northern hunting routes due to the rapid decrease in Arctic sea ice. Increases in the frequency and severity of extreme weather events, longer droughts and forest fire seasons from an increase in temperature. Greater spread of pests, such as ticks carrying Lyme disease, due to winters that just don't get cold enough to limit their range. We and our politicians, scientists, and decision makers must include information about possible future changes in climate conditions into our decision making to take advantage of opportunities and decrease the level of risk. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Muskoka's only nonprofit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio, 88.7 FM.